0: He is exalted, the King is exalted, our God, I will praise Him. He is exalted, forever exalted, and I will praise Him. Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise
1: Praise the Lord, it's chat chat time. time. Praise the
2: Lord, it's chat time again. This week we will continue our discussions of current events and scriptures.
1: Praise the Lord. So I want to go with some current events that aren't so current. (laughs) I guess a couple of months ago someone sent me this article about quality Christian music, and there are 14 artists to watch. Mm. So, um, these 14 artists that uh, they say we should watch, I, I can't say I have heard them at all. They probably
0: haven't. They probably haven't gotten the exposure that, you know, that they need.
1: And then, you know, I spot checked some of them, and I don't know if, if their music actually appealed to me, so, um, you know, it, it, they say that sometimes Christian music gets a poor reputation. Well, I, and, they, um, I mean,
0: oh my goodness, I've seen some, I, I don't even know if they realize, how can God's anointing, you know, fall upon some of the, the performances? I, I, I
1: don't get it. I really don't. Well, I don't, I don't know. So anyway, we're going we're gonna to start with uh, just some of them. The first one is Antoine Bradford. Now, the article says, if Leon Bridges sang doctrinally sound worship music, it might come close to the music of Antoine Bradford. The California-based singer has a soulful, sincere, God-glorifying style that deserves more recognition. Did you, did you
0: hear any of Now, the I
1: listened to it, and I thought it was okay. Okay. I didn't mind. It says uh, his newest, EP called Even in the Dark, and then uh, there's another one, Dear Struggling Christian. So that's worth, in my opinion, listening to. Okay. Um, Isabel, where would you hear it? You can actually, when you look at this uh, website, the Gospel Coalition, Mm -hmm. you can click on it, on some of the songs. Okay. And listen to it. They have songs to sample like Promises, Morning Song, Lux L U X. And then the next artist is City Alight. Mm-hmm. Now, this is uh, the article's opinion. It says Australian worship band City Alight, based at Sydney's St. Paul's Castle Hill, makes music that is song Kind of is, is praise pretty it's pretty simple. In sound. Okay. But more biblically and doctrinally rich. This is rousing, joyful music for the church by the church. Did you hear so their so? newest EP, yet not I. I did listen to a few of the songs and how I felt was that all the music sounds alike. You know right. the beat and the and, and everything. But All the lyrics are more about the Lord, which is a plus. But I, you know, it's like depending on what you listen to. Mm -hmm. I mean, they all seem like they were the same melody almost.
2: Right. So the Gospel Coalition, you can find the Gospel Coalition also like on Spotify. Oh, okay. Some of the artists that are being mentioned by the Gospel Coalition, you can find on Spotify, and I have read the article, and I looked up some of the artists, and I was able to find them on uh, Spotify. and the Gospel Coalition, you can follow them on Spotify. They come up with a playlist. They come up with songs that are popular, popular releases, and they have, like, a wide range of different artists that which I hadn't is, heard of. Right, but,
0: which is about how you have to do it nowadays because it it's expensive going through... Uh, A record label and usually people they can't compete in that sense so it's been a blessing that uh, the internet in this sense because now we have artists who are coming out out, artists coming out and trying to get known, and then they put their works because basically they considered to be amateurs not considered to be professionals semi-professional making you know and it'd be nice to, to hear something that doesn't go bump 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 <laughs> you know, I you know just something where you're praising God where you know I can understand what a person is seeing their experiences but the, but what happens during their experience comes from the word of God comes from their trust in the Lord comes from them looking to the Lord comes from giving God the glory giving God the praise right. I saw a right. program I can't even name the program what I really watched watched uh, uh, TV in this sense but when I just went I have no words for it. <laughs> I, just, I, I had to turn the channel. It, 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 why? Why do saints, or people who profess to be saints, why are they trying so hard to mimic the world? Why? When they can give God the glory and His anointing and His favor could just fall because when you sing unto the Lord you sing unto the anointing and His favor falls, His presence, you know, becomes becomes, you know, He, He. He showers his blessings, he showers his anointing. Why would a person want to waste their time to get up on the stage and bounce around like you're doing hip hop? That's so ignorant to me. I, but, I, you know, people enjoy it, but it's not spiritual. Just because you enjoy something doesn't mean God is pleased with it.
1: Mm-hmm. So the next one was The Corner Room. And it says, under the corner room, moniker Adam Wright, music minister for Birmingham's Cahaba. Park Church has been putting scripture to song since 2013. Having already released two psalm albums and an album based on 1 Corinthians 13, the corner room's latest release is a deep dive into Isaiah chapter 53. Songs to sam- so when you sample some of these, it's mostly songs from Isaiah chapter 53, and he takes like... Uh, verses, like two or three verses and puts them to um, How sound? Um, I thought it was much better than the others that I heard and it's strictly all scripture okay? now the one that um, I pretty much liked was by Greg LaFollette Nashville based Greg LaFollette is a resident artist at Grace Story Church and serves as their director of arts and liturgy His songs draw heavily from the Psalms liturgy, such as the Book of Common Prayer and the Church Calendar. So his newest EP, called Holy Week, Volume 1, songs to sample are Psalms 136, Your Mercy Endures, Never Alone, and Psalm 31, Into Your Hand. I thought it was good. The melodies... To each song are different. They don't sound the same at all, which is a big plus. And they all sound more reverent than what I've heard okay. before. Now, the next one is Hallowell. And um, it says that Joseph Pensack, who co-founded Bifrost Arts, now makes music under the Hallowell moniker. His self his self-titled album released in March is full of musically interesting originals and creative takes on century-old hymns like um, the likes of John Newton, Fanny Crosby, Isaac Watts, who? I don't know. <laughs> but how old did you? I did, and songs to sample, and I was really looking forward to this because the song to sample was Pass Me Not, Okay. Oh, gentle savior, mm-hmm. all things well. And I was anxious to hear that. And how was it? Nothing <laughs> like I am
0: Imagine. familiar with. Okay,
1: so the change, I mean, the man- I, you <laughs> have to hear, listen, to listen to the words, and that you know it's that song. Oh, wow. But the melody is totally so different. So, I feel like that. It, it, for some reason, oh. they had to upgrade. It. <laughs> All of the songs I listened to were very uh, different. I mean, different in the sense what? Uh, more secular or what? There is absolutely no anointing. Okay, in those songs. Okay.
0: Yeah,
2: you can also find him on Spotify too, and he had like a couple of popular songs. At least five of them, like "All Things Well," "Pass Me Not." Soul, adorn yourself in gladness. Come unto me, ye weary, the wreath.
0: Yeah, but you saying there was no anointing to him. He just, he just rearranged if the If you're victory. looking
1: for the, for the Lord to touch your heart. Right. Maybe this might do it for you, but it didn't do anything for me. Right. I'm not saying he's bad.
0: Okay.
1: I'm just saying I got nothing out of it. Right. I, I I don't you know f- different strokes for different folks, you know, so maybe, and then the next two, I think I only did two more.
0: okay. Everyone Isla Vista
1: Worship uh-huh. and it's a collection uh, a collective a worship collective based out of Isla Vista Church near the University of California. Santa Barbara makes funky. And fresh worship music, well suited to its beach and college town context. Yeah, you know,
0: if people can just jump up and dance, worship so, uh, a dance when you when you can just feel like you want to get up and just dance, but not into the glory of the Lord. It's just, I mean, because music does that to you. Music is like a, a spirit; you can get it in, 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 into your your system, it can change your mood, but it can set a mood, but when you walk away from a song and all you can remember is it, the beat, something's wrong.
1: Yeah, another one is Jess, J-E-S-S, Ray, R-A-Y, North Carolina-based friendly folk artist. Um, her latest album, Parallels and Meridians. So I listened to a couple of the songs, Psalm 19, Sunday Afternoon, and I, I just wasn't moved. I just there was just like no substance to it, you know. It's not like I thought about the Lord when I was listening to these songs. Right, because I think a lot of the artists are
0: are reflected. And the songs are mainly about themselves, and not so much that they're giving God the praise. You can you can sing a song related to yourself, but then it, you have to take that and you have to give God the glory because David in Psalms and even the chief singer a lot of things that they were going through I mean it started out with them talking about their dilemma, their predicament about themselves but when, when they were through it was like they were giving God the praise, they were asking the Lord for help they were giving God the glory and I think that's what's missing in a, in a lot of the songs, giving God the recognition that he's due, the honor that he's do and it's becoming music is uh, becoming so secular and I can, and I can understand I, when they say a Hillsong there are a lot of praise songs that Hillsong puts out and they're giving God the glory more so than I've seen a lot of writers around here uh, uh, based on what they're doing Hillsong does a whole lot better you know because it's as if here in America they just even this uh organization is called Taxi where people who are Aspiring to be songwriters or musicians or to have their music heard. This is an organization that helps them, that critiques their work. They have categories, and one of the categories, under Christian music is, it's like Christian music that's not so Christian. <laughs> it's like, you know, people who have Christian music music that's more generic, looking for songs like those, they'll actually ask, you know, for people to send their songs that are written and it's supposedly praising the Lord, but they're not so praising. Mm. you know so it's like it just falls into to me lukewarm and yeah, tipping that, that type of music where you're not giving God the true glory so it's like you're talking about
2: it, but you're not being preachy
0: right and, or, and you're not necessarily mentioning the Lord but you're not not mentioning him so people when they hear it they can take it either way which is why you find some songs when they play them they play them in town. you know because you can take the meaning either way and at one time uh, the had, had did some of their lyrics and, you know, and it, it was basically generic but I don't understand why the world should be creeping into music that is giving God praise why do <clears throat> saints why do Christians want to take that, that I don't know, that step, what they call crossover, why? Why? Well this is supposed to be for the Lord, it's your offering up to God, it's not Entertaining people, you're actually giving God praise. That's what the music is supposed to be doing. This is a sacrifice to the Lord. It's like that verse in Isaiah said that my people yeah. haven't considered. Right. They just go along and, and they want the world to accept their music, but as what though? See, because it, God doesn't give his glory to another. This is supposed to glorify the Lord. Well,
1: that's no different than how pe- people are brought up in the church and they sing and they, the Lord blesses them and gives them a Wonderful voice. Like Whitney Houston, she was brought up in church, she used to sing in church, and then she crossed over to the world. Right. You know, and then went all downhill after that. And most of them do. Very
0: talented. Same with Barbara Gay, he was brought up in the church. Very, very talented. Barbara Gay, a recent right. friend, and yes. all of
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're not going to go through all 14 of them, but that's just a sample. You can go to the Gospel Coalition and check it out yourself. Now, I ran across this article about a New New Orleans Saints linebacker who says he will stop wearing a man-of-God headband after he was fined by the NFL. Hmm. The Saints, DeMario Davis, wore a headband with the words man-of-God the first three weeks of the season before NFL noticed. (laughs) And then when they did notice, they fined him $7,017. The league prohibits... The the policy prohibits personal messages on the uniform. A second violation would have resulted in a fine roughly double that amount, which would have been $14,037, but he stopped at the (laughs) (laughs) the first first. one. He's very vocal about his faith on Twitter and Instagram. He says he's a servant of Christ. He's also founder of the Devoted Dreamers Foundation, a faith-based organization for inner-city children. And um, he says, I don't think a lot of people were aware of the policy that was in place. I wasn't even fully aware of it, Davis told the newspaper. I just wanted to put it out and just kind of help fans who care about the game and understand a more intricate part of the game. He did receive plenty of support on social media. As well as please for him to continue wearing it but then again that's his money, not their money. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what to pay his fines for. But but you know of course if you don't want to be fine, nobody wants to lose money, he says. But I think at any time that the conversation about God is brought up, especially in these times, I think it's always a positive or has a silver lining. Right. Um so I guess this controversy helped, gain, helped him to gain more fans, and people say that, um, thank you for being unashamed of your faith, no matter the earthly consequences, and another fan wrote, we need Man of God headbands available. They can find you, but they can't find us. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, recently they had, uh, students at a Catholic school. Wear a Child of God headbands in New Orleans to in support of Demario Davis. They were ages from six weeks to seventh grade, and gathering a courtyard for photos in support of the linebacker. And they had a picture of them
0: wearing a Children of God headband. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes, I think that's a, a nice statement. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I saw a program on Channel 36, I think, but it was songwriters with soldiers. And now uh, some of the songs that they wrote to me were more inspirational than some of these people who. was the person said he, he only made it by holding it on to God's hand. And you could just see the the, the trauma or the, I don't know, the, the pain that they went through. And I think, you know, it was very, very, you know, inspirational. I was impressed. You know, how people put things in songs and they give God glory. So all those soldiers who were atheists and all the ones who claim know that they shouldn't have a mention of that in the military, I don't know what they're going to say because those things are moving and you can just see it. it the place was packed and you could just feel, you know, the, yeah, yeah you just, you just see that people are giving, uh, uh, they were becoming open, giving of themselves, but especially when they acknowledge the Lord out there when they put their lives on the line you know, they didn't have time to be politically correct. The man said he only made it by holding the other guy's hand.
1: And then uh, someone sent me this article. I guess recently there was a, um, a the, this story was on Fox News as well. Uh, kids across the nation were set to bring their Bibles to school recently. And then people were saying, is it legal to bring a Bible to public school? Is there a scenario where it's not legal? And um Drew Brees, who's an NFL quarterback, called out the media after receiving a backlash.
0: Um, he received a backlash because?
1: I guess he's involved in in this bringing the Bible. Why can't you bring a Bible to
0: school? I mean, i could see it if you were trying to. if he's, he, he rules. Trying to
1: convert somebody. He was recording a promotional video for the event. Bring your Bible to school, and uh, Drew Brees is also New Orleans Saints quarterback. But well, could they bring their Bible to school? Um, um, let me see, one of the Bible verses, he encouraged as a way to live out the Christian faith. Um, it says, the Freedom from Religious Foundation became involved, okay. clashed with the First Liberty Institute on First Amendment issues. And the constitutional boundaries are simple. Elizabeth Cavell, Associate Counsel for the Freedom from Religion Foundation, told Fox News students, of course, have the right to bring their Bible to school on this day or any other day, but adds a warning. Public school teachers and administrators may not promote or encourage students to participate in religious events on this or any other day. And they said about The only thing that students can't do is monopolize class room time with reading the Bible. So, I guess there was a student who was 12 years old, Giovanni Rubio, um, was humiliated by a teacher when the teacher told him in front of the class, that he chastised him for reading his Bible during free reading time and scolding him for not reading a book that is from an approved list. As it happened, the teacher got it wrong, and the Bible was actually on the list in the first place. Wow. Another incident involved Mackenzie Frazier of Nevada, who was told twice that she couldn't reference the Bible in classroom assignments. Two days after First Liberty got involved, the school apologized, and the sixth grader was allowed to share her inspirational quote from the Bible, which is John 3.16. Well, you know what this book is really odd, and people might not even—the professional
0: people out there in the world—might not even admit to it. But I happened to be reading something on the internet, and I realized how true it was that one of the most accurate historical books that we have is the Bible. When you, when they, when people want to figure out what happened during what period, what time, they refer to scripture. Mm-hmm.
1: This
0: is because. You have to first of all you have to you have to recognize that it is a, a valid document and they do. They just don't want to get
1: God the glory. Isn't that something? Anyway, Drew Drew Brees didn't face any legal trouble, he just faced a backlash. And uh, he says I think it tells you what school kids are up against a Super Bowl winning quarterback is Excoriated for encouraging kids to bring their Bible to school, like Drew Brees, these kids have nothing to fear. They should not be ashamed of their faith or bringing their Bible to school just because an angry mob doesn't like it. Right? This <laughs> well, it.
0: was, was one of the most just because they don't like it doesn't mean you have to bow to it. Yeah, and they was and the focus on the family organization. They viewed them as like an anti-LGBTQ. <laughs>
2: Well, okay. And what's your point? And they just got at Drew Brees because he was like associated with them or whatever, and they just, and that's how he got the backlash of it. Yes, praise the Lord, and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Colossians 3, verse 3, 1, and 2. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your effects on things above, not on things on the earth. Now, ain't God all right? God,
0: God is all right. right.
1: Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, why should we ask God for help when we are in trouble? And the answer is, because man's help is vain. <laughs> yes. And you can find the answer in Psalm 108, verse 12. Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. This week's food for thought is, why do we fast? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.